and welcome everybody to Locked On, a Tom Clancy podcast, episode number 121. Uh, you have Wilco here. We are joined tonight by the beautiful Butters as always. So, um, McDad is out trying to do the raid at the moment, trying to give us some live reports for it next week. So we'll have a big discussion about the second raid for the Division 2 um, next week and all the information back from that from, from McDad. Uh, and Cal's had a hell of a week, so he's having a week off as well. But we are joined by the beautiful Average Gamer Wes, mate. How are you going? I'm doing well, thank you. As uh, we said before, just just preparing to potentially go back into lockdown because us Victorians can't follow basic instructions. So that's... You guys had one job to do, Fun. guys. One job. Yep, and... Stay home, play video games. Don't nah. talk to people. Nah, we all wanted to go out to parties and uh... stupid stuff like that. So that's preparing for that and having a baby all at the same time. It's perfect yeah, time for it. Mm. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yep. Couldn't be better. Couldn't <laughs> be better. Over the moon about all that. So, so that's fun. So, so let's go into um, the actual podcast itself. So we've got some stuff to talk about tonight. If you're not following the Rainbow Six community, which is obviously part of the Tom Clancy community, um, a major YouTuber called Icy Cat committed suicide last week and took us all by a surprise because his videos obviously we've ref- referenced him just about three times every episode for the last 120 episodes because without him we would not even have a idea what's going on in the ra- uh, in the rainbow six world along with so many other people out there in the world uh he made rainbow six accessible just purely by putting his videos out each and every time so we're like i said we mentioned whenever there's new content we'll watch the video and that's where we get a lot of our information from so came out of nowhere um as these things tend to do. So we're going to have a night where we just talk about it. Um, you know, we do our little spit in our little corner of the internet to make sure that things like this don't happen again. Uh, we can't control all that kind of stuff, but we do our little bit to help out. So, um, Butters, I guess, do you want to start off? Yeah. I know you've got something prepared. Uh, a little bit, yeah. So Friday, uh, just gone, uh, Lee Auteur, better known as Icy Cat. Uh, took his own life. Um, apparently, he'd been struggling with depression for a number of years, and it just got to the point where he couldn't go on anymore, uh, and left a wife and kid behind as well. Yeah, it's um, obviously <sighs> we've talked about this during mm. the week. Okay. Um, this is a this hurt hurt a lot of us. Um, I was absolutely shocked and um, couldn't deal with it very well. And I know Butters is dealing with it even worse. So, mate, um, let me know when you're good to go on, or if yeah. you want me to keep on going. But yeah, um, well, as, as you said, um, he's been a big part of guiding uh, the Rainbow Six game as well. He was part of some of the. Uh, groups that they get together with content creators and players and all that sort of stuff and go, how can we make the game better? What can we do? Uh, he's had his hand in designing some of the operators to a degree that have come out. So they, again, uh, similar to, uh, what's that thing they have with the division, uh, ETF or whatever it is, mm-hmm. where they, yeah. they gather in a room and they just throw ideas at the wall, see what sticks and then see what's going to work in the game. So he did a lot of that, uh, but in doing that as well, he 
fought to try and make the game as easy for the new guy as possible or the casual player so it wasn't just focused on the pro league side of things but it was still an enjoyable experience if you know you sat down one saturday afternoon or something you're like you know what i'll just spin up siege haven't played that for about three months see what's what's going on and yeah so it's going to be interesting i suppose uh to see how things go for the siege community from here because there's not too many voices that were doing what uh lee was trying to do no not at all Basically, if at any stage you wanted to be better at Rainbow Six, you've watched one of his videos and you wouldn't even know it. Um, mm. Felt so professional as well uh, and just made it easy for everyone to understand. He was also uh, part of Rainbow Six Radio, I think it was. So the podcast there. Yes. Uh, major part of that. And uh, that's where we got the news from one of his co-hosts, uh, Cap- uh, Captain, Captain's Ghost. Captain. Yeah, Captain's Ghost. So he broke the news over the weekend, mm. um, obviously devastated. Um yeah, so he knew him a lot better than than most people out there and knew he was struggling, but yeah, didn't know it was ever going to get to this, as none of us ever do, so... Yeah, and uh, one of the other uh, community members, uh, Nukem Dukem, who does a lot of stuff in the Rainbow Six community, but he's not solely focused on, on Rainbow Six like Icy Cat was, uh, had Lee at his wedding three or four months ago, and said that he couldn't even see it coming. Mm. As is the case. Mm. So did you want to keep on going with your little bit, or you right uh, or not? Yeah, I just wanted to say that um, one of the th- reasons why... Let's <sighs> give me a minute. No problems, mate. Take all the time in the world. Obviously a major, major moment. So just quickly why Butters gets his thing together, um, which is fine. He's got plenty of time. Wes, we'll just bring you into the conversation now. Um, Wes, I've met you obviously through Twitch and everything like that um, and other bits and pieces. You've been in our Discord for a while. You, I've post, uh, guested on a podcast of yours. So do you want to quickly run through that? Um, yeah, the beautiful yeah. mental pet podcast. Yeah, sure. So that's it's a podcast that I run in all about men's mental health and and the issues surrounding it. And I guess what ne- what I need to pretense first is that I'm not a medical professional. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a psychologist or a psychiatrist. I'm just an average guy that has seen a lot of people around him affected by this kind of thing. Um, and the catalyst for that for the podcast was probably almost two years ago now, someone I work with, the same situation as as Icy Cat, was someone that on the outside looked like the the happiest guy in the room. He was the larrikin at work, uh, worked with him for a couple of years, had a wife, two young kids, and one Sunday morning, his wife went outside to find him um, in the garage and he'd committed suicide. And no one knew. No one had any idea whatsoever. And, I mean, in my family over the years, my, my mother has suffered with mental health issues, uh, as, a, as has my brother as well at times. I've been lucky enough. I've never been through anything like that myself, but I've witnessed it through friends and family that have gone through it. And then with that situation at work, that sort of kicked me into gear to try and do, I guess, my bit. And I've 
done podcasts in other areas for years now and uh, wanted to start doing one in into men's mental health because the biggest issue in men's mental health is that we don't talk about it. When Whenever we're in a situation where we don't feel great because of the way we've been brought up to not show weakness and always be tough uh, in the on the exterior, we never open up and show vulnerability and talk to people about our problems and we bottle them up and then they get to a point where things like this happen. And because we've never spoken about them, no one knows. No one has any idea, so no one realizes or thinks to step in and try and help. So that was the that was the start of the podcast and I've been doing that for probably six months now where it's basically like you, Wilco, you openly came on the podcast as a guest and it's just an open dialogue conversation every episode with a, a, a guy, a man that has been through something or is dealing with something that wants to come on and talk about it in the hopes that we'll get more people listening and realizing that, hey, it's it's actually okay to talk about these things. It's actually okay to go to your mates or your parents or your brothers or friends and say, hey, I'm struggling. I'm in a bad place right now and I don't know how to get out of it, but I need help. Definitely. Because I guarantee Definitely. you that if you say that to people, they will be more than happy to help. Yeah, no, I've never, never known a, a position where someone hasn't wanted to save a life just by talking, so... Um, how you going, butters? Yeah, got got my shit together now. Um, all good. <laughs> yeah. So what I was gonna say was, uh, without uh Icy Cat's videos, I probably wouldn't have got so heavily involved in Rainbow Six. Uh, was it f- nearly five years ago, give or take? Um, playing with all those those people on the PS4. Uh, which obviously would not have led to this podcast. No, because that's when we met, mm. playing really bad PS4, <laughs> Rainbow Six <laughs> with Butters. Fusing a hostage, me trying to shoot a drone, or shoot yeah. my feet thinking it's a drone because I was so drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, look, that that is a very... He, he's 100% responsible for us getting uh, our shit together and actually having a podcast and one of many podcasts we've had. So, yes. Um, yeah, thank you, Icy Cat. Yes. For, for bringing butters into my life, to be honest, so I'm not sure I want to thank him about him bringing him bringing you into my life, but you know, <laughs> oh, come on, it's all good. Nah, it's... I don't need that. I know, I know in my heart where you, where I sit with you. It's all good. <laughs> but yeah, no, so... it's it's a shame that we've lost uh, such a big person in the yeah. community. Was it public knowledge that he was going through hard times and that he was struggling? I don't think it was public knowledge. It was knowledge within sort of his circle of friends in the content creators and all that sort of stuff that he was dealing with issues. But he, again, he'd always, you'd ask him the question, he'd be like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm doing absolutely fine. How are you? Sort of thing. And you'd look I, at it from the outside too. I mean, he had, what, 386 odd thousand YouTube subscribers. Yeah. Like you would look at that from the outside and think, man, that guy's, that guy's living the dream. He's yeah. he's doing really well. Like, he's not smashing it out like someone like PewDiePie or Jacksepticeye or Markiplier or something like that. But you know he's he's, he's making moves audience. and he found his his audience and people yeah. would sort of ask questions if news came out but there wasn't a video and he's like oh sorry it's it's just running a bit late like they came to him to get the breakdown of what that uh, jargon and all that sort of stuff that Ubisoft would throw at you so he would break it down for the 
for laymen to understand what exactly do these changes mean. And like I said, we we relied on his stuff for a lot of the Rainbow Six stuff. Like, there's just no way we could get the knowledge that he had without watching his video. Mm. Like, we we have our own knowledge, but the depth that he had and the way he 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 portrayed it across to people was just second to none. So, and like I said, he found his little niche and he's was doing so well at it. Mm. And I did the same thing Monday night. I had the one of the worst days in a very long time on Monday, and um. I turned around and streamed Monday night, and no one, no one would know. So even going into the thing, I wasn't even going to stream, and then I was just when I just I do it. I've told people I'm just going to hop on. Had one of my best streams in a while, so it was a good night, and you know changed my mood around completely. But yeah, you wouldn't mm. know unless you you were in our Discord and you you saw my rant about how how bad the day was in the mental health channel. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's um yeah. Nukem Dukem said in his video that. In hindsight, there was little things over the weeks leading up. He should have just gone, hey, you're alright, but just sort of looked at it as like, oh, it's just, you know, he's had a tough day, maybe. That's all it is. And, and, And it can be the smallest thing. It can just be that one little conversation that turns someone away from the edge. Mm-hmm. as well it, it doesn't have to be a big thing it can be just that one small thing and you're right in hindsight whenever it happens you sit there and you look back and you think oh wow actually maybe that was an indicator mm. or maybe that was an indicator or maybe that was something that was up and we always blame ourselves and kick ourselves about it when we think about things like that but i guess as blokes and as men we probably just need to get better at actually like you've just said Wilco, saying hey, you're right, and not just accepting that face value, you know, throwaway response of, yeah, yeah, I'm all good. Like being able to actually sort of push, if it's someone that you're close with, being able to push that a little bit further and just go, well, hold on, really? Because I've noticed this and that doesn't seem like you. Comes back to the old joke, you've been posting a lot of song lyrics, we're worried about you. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, exactly. And Mm. I mean... the good thing is that it is becoming more and more, uh, more and more at the forefront yeah. of yeah. society far and people far, talking far about more, it. Yeah, acceptable to talk about yeah. it and understanding now. There's a there's a big push, obviously, for a memorial in game for him, and I would be. I look Ubisoft, you have to do that. Um, there was a lot of splashback about they don't want to, you know, glorify like people who have committed suicide. I'm like, get stuffed. It's a mental illness. People get sick from it. People die from it. It's a, it's the same as any other illness out there. Don't treat it differently. Um, this this poor person lost their life too early, and he gave so much to the game. And there needs to be something in the next, in sometime in the future, where Icy Cat is memorialised in game because without him, there the, the the fan base wouldn't be as big as it is, yeah. and it wouldn't be as reachable as it, as it is. And I I just don't know where Rainbow Six goes from here without him explaining it. There's someone. Like, I know it's a small thing, but there's a massive, massive shoes to fill for someone out there. Um, and I don't know if someone can just yet. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where it goes from here. Obviously, it's, it's on its feet now. But Yeah. I mean, we do still have uh, Core Ross and Nukem Dukem doing content on it. Yeah. But to the, to the level that Icy Cat produced his videos and all that sort of stuff, yeah, it's... It's a big loss for Rainbow Six as a game, and yeah, yeah. it's just a loss for the uh, like yeah family, 
the community, just the whole world shouldn't have things like this. We don't want this to ever happen to anyone out there. That's what we, we made a shift in the Locked On Lads a while ago. Um, that obviously this is something we we're not going to avoid, and uh, this is what we talked about in the podcast. Where's a lot that it's we make the Discord very open and honest, and we've got the mental health channel. There's no judging or anything like that, and and I know many people who've put stuff in there. Um, and as soon as they do, they feel better. So it's one of those things that we, we we do try as much as we can. We've only got a small little audience, but, you know, if you hear this or hear anything, if you're ever feeling down or feeling alone, feeling any kind of um, reason that you don't want to be around, just find someone to talk to. If you've got a friend who you think is in that position, you know, talk to them. Uh, so back to Monday night, I guess, quickly, um, before we go on with any further part of, I think you've got a little bit more to read there, Butters, if you want. Um, uh, but, yeah, a little um, bit. Yeah, <laughs> Monday, Monday was a big one for me, obviously. Um, I'll openly talk about it. Um, I'm starting a new contract. I started yesterday, so had the stress of that. Obviously, purchased a quarter of a million dollars worth of vehicles the other day, so the stress of that, um, getting people trained and ready to go and, and the concern about that, but also... Um, uh, one of the one of my mates I've known for forty or uh, thirty five years. So since we were you know preschool before preschool sort of thing uh, around preschool, uh, his mother passed away last week, and um, yeah. So basically, one of my second mothers growing up, and well, I didn't go down for the funeral for starters, but seeing him watching the funeral stream because of COVID, I didn't go down, and obviously all this other stuff I had immense guilt that day because that was a funeral. Um, immense guilt seeing all my mates there around even not being able to be down there was obviously terrible um, but yeah just the fact that she passed way too early it's only 66 I think so and this is the second mother from that close little knit community we've lost in the last month so it's always that thing of you know who's next and makes you you worry about your own parents um, lucky to have both of them around so yeah, it was just one of those days where everything every little thing was, was niggling at me and everything was getting bad and all I, all I had was to focus on was the negatives because, you know, things just didn't look like they were going to get good. But, yeah, like I said, I, I ranted in the thing. I opened up and, and streamed, let people in, and it it did change my attitude. Obviously, I wasn't anywhere near like Isaac had or anything like that, but just the fact that, you know, you go from so down, so negative on the world, which I was, and I was picking fights with, you know, me and my partner were, were not, you know, doing the best at that time nothing major but I, I was closing out and shutting down from her and um, not saying why what was going on but yeah just being able to talk to people especially in our discord made a huge difference and um, obviously I'm a much different person from Monday to now but yeah just and it, even like the immense guilt I felt like I messaged my mate just before the funeral and said look sorry I couldn't be there and all that kind of stuff and then all that shit goes through your head about oh, what should I have, could I have done more what could I what, what should I have done you know you don't hear back from him and all that kind of stuff you're like oh shit like just piling on the guilt and then I saw him post something the other day and I just messaged him and we had a good chat through messages and when he comes back up I'm gonna go meet him for a beer and it's all good so once again I asked him how he's going he said up and down all that kind of stuff but made sure touch base with him and kept because you know you lose your mother it's never a good thing so yeah the main thing like I said talk to people reach out and I guess that's um 
the main thing you're getting from your podcast, Wes. You've got about eight episodes out there now, and it's a very similar theme through everyone. Yeah, it is, and it's always you know more often than not when you're in those dark places, it's never one thing. So that's the thing when when you ask you know, someone what's wrong, sometimes it's hard to figure that out because it's generally it's always an accumulation of things. It's it's all these little things that go wrong or that don't feel right that pile up and pile up and pile up, and then it just becomes this enormous mountain in front of us, and that that we feel like we can never get up the top of. Yeah, and some of those stories that we've had on on your podcast, the people have been in some extremely terrible spots, and luckily decided not to go the way of of icy cat and actually push on, and obviously made a very like still battling with demons. Right to this day, but like you know, change your life around. I think, and I think and, it's look, look. I think it's one thing too is once when you go through depression and anxiety, it's never something that's cured and gone and never comes back. It's something that you deal with all the time, but you learn how to manage it. You learn the triggers and you learn how to control it and work through it as well. But most of the people that I've had on the podcast at some point in time have said that at one point in their life they were sitting there in their car or in their bathtub and they were one step away from taking that taking their own life and we talk about what whatever whatever it was that pulled them back from that the guy the last episode the guy was sharpening a knife ready to cut his wrists and his phone rang and it was his mum because his mum sensed something was up and it was just that one phone call that pulled him back from the edge so that's where it can be so powerful just to ring someone and check in with them especially now with the shit that we're going through in the world these days it's so easy to look at what's going on and think nothing but doom and gloom yep yeah 100 percent and as um last wave i don't think we've actually physically mentioned it but um wes did at the start definitely gp go go see a doctor it is an actual physical illness that can be either treated or managed. Um, go talk to them. I know Butters has got a few numbers here to, to hand out uh, when we get through the rest of his um, little uh, speech that he's got. So, yes. um, yeah, look, I, I, I'm just, I'm lost. I said it the other day, I'm lost for words when it happened and I was, yeah, it hit me for, I was still Monday. So we found out what Saturday in the Discord um, or Friday, Saturday. Yeah, it would, would have been uh, late Friday because I saw initially that Terry tweeted, and I'm like, "What?" And then yeah. look, started looking around, and then I found I came across uh, Captain's post. Yeah, yeah. So by Monday, I was still like I said, that was on top of everything that happened to me Monday. I woke up Monday, just I couldn't get it out of my head, and I was just not ha- not angry, just just upset, just no. kept on couldn't get it out of my head and i tweeted out like there's no words for this at the moment for for how i was feeling and i'm to a point now where we're talking about it on the podcast we talked about it at 3 a.m the other morning but me and butters <laughs> about how hard this episode was going to be and that's when we decided to get wes on and um you know it's i i didn't realize butters was having it so hard until we talked about it i knew obviously i was having it hard and i didn't realize that um i should have you know, hindsight, Rainbow Six uh, expert, uh, the, the the person he quotes every week. That's it, yeah. Killed himself. So, 
you know, I was in my own little world and, and couldn't even see that. So it was good to, we had that conversation at three o'clock in the morning. I don't recommend waking up at three o'clock in the morning for anyone and having a conversation, but whenever, whenever the time strikes is, is the best time to do it. So that's um, it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That that sort of leads into sort of the last point before I start spouting numbers at everybody is yeah if you ever feel alone or isolated just reach out talk to somebody it, even if it's not someone coming to you just say to someone I'm not okay mm-hmm. definitely and um I was no one's that yeah, much okay. of an asshole to just go I don't care no unless they are then you probably shouldn't have that person in your life to begin with but. I mean, it, yeah. it doesn't have to be us, but, you know, we're always there to talk. Yeah. Even if we have no interaction with you in the past. That's it. Yeah. And and that step always feels like the hardest step until you take mm. it. Anyone that's been through something and has taken that step to actually talk to someone, when they say they were terrified of talking to someone and actually letting it all out, as soon as they did it, they, they instantly start to feel a little bit better and a little bit lighter for having just gotten it off their chest. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can 100% attest to that. Um, yeah, there's been, yeah, been many a time in my past where I've just sort of unleashed on some unsuspecting person. I felt better, and they were there to, to listen to me. So, Yeah, makes a huge difference. Um, I mean, a few times they told would... me oh, I was still being a bit of a sook. It's, it's sort of nothing. Yeah. And you're like, you know what, you're right. It is kind of nothing <laughs> that I'm worried about. But it's that's that's it. perspective is a big thing. Yeah, that's it. Um, but yeah, the numbers that you can call. Uh, I've got a number of them here. I'll put more in the show notes when I edit this out. I was supposed to start do a bot. For the you were supposed to do a bot for that. I completely <laughs> forgot as well. Um, hang on, I can I can do this. <laughs> Look at this live on podcast. I mean, it's, it's not a podcast unless I actually have to google something to figure it out <laughs> but yeah uh, if, if you're in australia call 13 11 14 uh that's the lifeline i believe it is uh, even they're they're always there for a chat like they they legitimately say even if you're just feeling lonely and just need someone to talk to give them a call and mm-hmm. and you you could be on there for i don't know half an hour hour two hours just chatting to somebody and maybe that's all you need um if you're in brazil the number is 188 canada is 1833 456 4566 uh france is 0145394000 i can't wait for this one go germany's is uh 0800 or triple two or triple three uh so you've got three numbers there First part of it's the same. The last three numbers are either ones. No, I wasn't going to. (laughs) I wasn't going to do that. Uh, The last three numbers change from one to two to three. So nice and easy to remember. Maybe Uh, United Kingdom is double one six one two three, and the United States is one eight hundred two seven three eighty two fifty five. And if you're watching this live, there is a link in the chat now. That has all the different everywhere in the world, but I can understand how awkward it is to bring these issues up. But as Wes said, taking that step 
always feels the hardest, but once you've done it, you'll feel better for it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And if it's not you that are going through something, I guarantee you, you know a l- quite a few people that are going through something themselves, If you, whether you realize it or not. Because mm. the, numbers, the numbers are staggering. Scary, especially when you start scratching the surface of the people around you. Um, obviously, I talked to Wes uh, for an episode of Mental, and it wasn't actually me that was the one going through it. Obviously, I was going through some stuff, um, but not to the level of my wife. At the uh, wife, so um, if you want to go listen to that, it's episode number seven, I think. Um, but yeah, so I talk about how I had to help her through some very dark times just recently and was sort of still working. It's a, it's, it's still a daily thing um, as mental health always is almost a, an hourly thing at times. So, um, But then also other people in my life very, very recently and, and in the past have been very close to or ne- basically suffer from depression and anxiety. But let's, let's call the illness what it is and, um, yeah, they're on medication to try and help them through that. So... And no one that I've ever dealt with in my life that's been um, diagnosed with that or is is, treat, is being treated for that or even suffering from that, I have never lost respect for any single person in their life. In fact, I'm, I'm more proud of my wife now than I ever have been in my life for, for how she's standing up for herself and how she's dealing with her situation that got her to the lowest point in her life and, and moving on from that, so... I can guarantee that's how 99% of the other people in the world would treat you if you do open up and, and talk to them about it. So, yeah, just, it's, I, I was listening to Kind of Funny As I Do uh, today and they actually mentioned ICK on there and um, uh, Greg Miller did a post, uh, you're not allowed to kill yourself. Uh, it's on one of the Reddits or something like that. And it's the best way to phrase it. You're just not allowed to do it. Um, it's not worth it. And you, you're going to cause more pain to everyone else in your life for, for no good reason, except for, like, you're you going to cause more love and joy in other people's lives just by hanging around, and let alone yours. There's so much potential to have happiness in your life by not doing it. So you just lose all options if you don't. And so. and it's easy, like, people say it all the time, and it, what, what really annoys me is when people say that suicide is the selfish way out. And it, I think that comes from a position of ignorance and not understanding yes. yeah. because it's it's it is not a selfish thing. The the place it comes from is they get themselves into a state where they honestly believe that their loved ones will be better off without them. It's not mm-hmm. them taking the easy way out. It's them doing what they think at the time and feel is best for their loved ones and when we're on the outside of it and we look at it and we look at icy cat who left behind a child and a wife we sit there and think how how could you ever honestly believe that they would be better off without their husband and the father Hmm. but that's honestly what they believe yeah definitely we need to understand that to be able to actually help these people when we talk to them Mm -hmm. yeah and yeah, like it's, we go back to it all the time, just letting them talk and then giving them perspective and being there to listen is enough. But like I said, direct them to a, P, a GP if you can, yeah. uh, at all cases. And like my wife talked to um, talked to a therapist and a GP, and both helped massively and put put her in, gave her some perspective of the thoughts that were running through her mind. Which is, as I talked to Wes, like I'm in my own mind all day. That's what I do. 
I drive by myself and I just have the whole day to be in my own mind. And um, That's a scary place a if you've ever heard him thing. talk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's why I did the podcast, nothing but ramblings. It helps me out as well. So um, I had to get it out somehow. Um, but look, it's, 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 I think it's the greatest issue we're facing, even with all this other shit going on. Um, it's the most delicate time in the world at the moment. So mm. it's the most fragile anyone with this illness and and potential Ill, potentially having this illness can be so um it's just scary like the numbers are scary and it just doesn't seem to be getting like that was one of the things i was most scared about the other day like after hearing it and i just got angry that no one's talking about it no one wants to talk about it there's not no one i'm, I'm exaggerating yeah. but it just feels like it's such a, t- a taboo topic and still. You've got so many people in the US as well fighting against wearing face masks, saying that it's causing them issues breathing. I'm like, I'd rather have issues breathing through a face mask than you know potentially die from yeah. having issues breathing otherwise. Exactly. Uh, There's some... <laughs> yeah. Look, that's the thing. It's changing in society. More people are talking about it, but it's just, it's just, it's a very slow rate of change too slow which is the problem but i mean i don't know i don't know if it was just triple m in melbourne but triple m yesterday down here had no shows no talking for the entire day because it was all about them saying that we're not going to talk so you can start talking and it was all based on mental health and you're right though it's, it's we're in unprecedented times now with the pandemic and lockdowns and the stress of not earning the money that we normally earn, not knowing whether we've got a job to come back to, not knowing what's going to happen when we've got to start paying the car repayments and the mortgages again. It, I I am really, really worried about the state of mental health on coming out of this pandemic and where it goes, especially during the lockdown times because when we talk about coping mechanisms for people, people's coping mechanisms might be to go to the gym or to go to the beach or to go for a bushwalk in the forest and all of that was taken away. Yeah. during the lockdowns and potentially again here in Victoria, that's all looking like it's probably going to get taken away again soon. But the one coping mechanism that everybody still has access to that was never affected was alcohol. And that is a big problem. And that is another thing that worries me as well. Mm. Because as human beings, as the creatures that we are, we have this intrinsic connection to nature. So, And also, obviously, keeping fit helps. Whereas alcohol is not something that we have an intrinsic healthy connection with. But when all that stuff gets taken away, this is what people, yes. if they can't go to what they normally go to, they still need to go somewhere. And yeah. Yeah. it's a worry when we start to default to that, when that's the only available coping mechanism. I mean, I haven't increased my drinking rate to cope with COVID because I've had it quite easy myself. But I have actually increased the amount that I've been drinking just because I've been at home at lunchtime i'm like go down make some food open the fridge up I'm like oh i'll have a cheeky beer why not wow. <laughs> yeah but yeah it's, that's it's... something I, I need to, to obviously pull back on but that's the alcohol, yeah, I mean... but I, I say to myself i'm not using it to cope with being locked up in the house because i prefer to be locked up in the house and not have to see anybody that's <laughs> just the way i am <laughs> Feelings mutual, mate. It's all good. Um, I'm lucky. I, d- I don't have a, a crutch of alcohol. Um, otherwise, I could. I would be drinking uh, a lot at the moment. So, 
Um, I, I was listening to you say about going back and, and not having enough money and all that kind of stuff, and mm. I'm in the in the opposite boat. I've got I've got I've just hired four new people, so I've luckily been able to help four people that were out of work, which which does feel really good and um, all that kind of stuff. But it's then that pressure of the unknown, like if COVID hits back and you know things go some weird way that I'm not expected, then I've got 16 people working for me at the moment that I've got to look after them as well. So. No matter what, there is a stress in the world, and you, someone is always going to have it worse off than you. Um, that's what you've got to remember. No matter what, what is bugging you, whatever's pulling you down, you're doing it better than someone else. Um, and there's there's always a light at the end of that tunnel. So, yeah, and all you got to do is talk. You gotta listen to a podcast. Listen to podcasts like Wes's uh, Mental. Go look it up. Um, you can just see that like just get inspired by the stories that people had of you know selling everything they had and and only having a handful of dollars left and then making the big move to a place that was better for them stopping the alcohol and just focusing on on what made them happy in life yeah. and yeah it's just um yeah just stuff like that and like you can like I teared up listen to some of the guys with the emotion in their in their voice and how how close they were and how, what they had to do to get out of it and and they all every single one of them at the end of it goes it was a hundred percent worth it there was at no point am i you know upset that i made that decision of getting help and getting my life sorted out mm. and yeah so it's always it's hard to see but it's always there the potential and we and we need to help people realize that they're not alone when they go through this because that's what that's what it feels like and that's what they feel is they feel mm-hmm. like they're the only person going through it no one else knows or understands how they're feeling and what they're going through and this is also what makes it so hard for them to open up to someone because you think no one will understand me if I open up to them they'll just they'll they won't get it they'll laugh at me they won't take it seriously but like we said the numbers are staggering and I guarantee you that people you know have been through something similar if not something, you know, the same down the same avenue as yeah. as you're going through, it's just a matter of we need to mm-hmm. we need to get better at identifying it with their, the people close to us and and getting them to open up. Yeah, it's always worth having a chat with someone. Always, it can't go bad. Like no matter how bad they are, just having that conversation. That's yeah. it. We're we're probably running around in circles again. <laughs> um, but look, we just wanted to hammer home. If however you hear this episode, I know it's not one of our normal ones. I know it's it hasn't got any news in it. Um, but as as I said, me and Butters were fairly heavily affected. Uh, obviously, you heard Butters tonight how affected he was, and we just wanted to give, you know, if just one person out there decides I'm going to talk to someone because of these three idiots uh, or two idiots and Wes uh, <laughs> banging on about about this and. Um, look, it's I'm it's worth it in my book, and I'm not going to stop. I'm going to try and hopefully have that um, mental health ribbon on my um, on my streams from now on. I'm going to find a little place for it to sit. So uh, it's always going to be a safe spot. If you're on my, one of my streams going forward and you want to talk about something, it is, or you want to message me, it's 100% always open. Um, never gonna never gonna turn anyone away for, from a chat. And like I said, if you hop in our Discord, um, and that Discord button doesn't work, so it's not going to work, but uh, exclamation mark Discord in chat, we'll get it up. Uh, we do have the mental health app, uh, avenue in there um, if you want to open up and chat to anyone. But like I said, GP, go see a GP. They will be best suited to uh, get you help, uh, especially 
like there is so many options out there and and i uh, they can get you visits to the psychologist for free uh in most places so if they deem it's it's worthwhile there, there's so many options out there it's not going to affect you by by you know going and seeing a doctor and getting help and it's not going to be you know terribly out of pocket or anything like that the main thing is it gets you help um whether it's that's medication it. or, or just chat that's it's all worth it so 100 percent, and any sort of issue that you are dealing with it's never something that someone would see as insignificant because it's something that you're facing you're having to deal with so it's an issue for you therefore it's not an insignificant problem um Wes, do you want to explain to people exactly just one more time where they can find your podcast? So, yep. Because so, I definitely it's a one hundred percent a really good uh, resource for anyone out there who wants to have a chat, especially males, because it's obviously a male dominated podcast. It it is all around centered around men's mental health uh, because yeah, that's the problem with us men. We don't talk enough, so it's all centered around trying to get us to talk more. So for anyone that's in the live stream at the moment i've just put the link up there to the website which uh which has the podcast sitting there it's called mental m-e-n-t-a-l so capital m-e-n and it easiest place to find it you can find it on itunes and i think it should link through to spotify and also it is hosted on podbean but you can also jump onto my website which is moss-media.com.au slash mental just not sure because it is still fairly new in the big scheme of things. So I'm just not exactly sure where it would sit in the Spotify searches or how easily That's, you'd find if, it. If you are interested and you cannot find it, hit me up and I'll link you uh, the, the direct feed to it somehow. So I have the ability to do that. But like I said, it's in chat. Uh, if you're watching, the, if you're listening to the episode, go watch the VOD on Twitch. Uh, it'll be in there at this point of the episode, minute number forty odd of the podcast. So, look, that's mental health. We've 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 done a fair chunk of that. Is there anything else you want to add, Butters? Or... Uh, no, I've pretty much gone through all of my stuff, okay. and I th- I think we've covered all of the other things that we okay. we should have we should talk about. Okay, cool. So there's one other thing that we need to talk about. I forgot to inform Wes that we're going to talk about this. It's only been a quick statement from us. Um, I'm pretty sure I speak for everyone. We had a discussion about this the other day. Uh, basically, Massive, along with a whole lot of other gaming industries, going through some issues with um, sexual uh, assault and treating women poorly. Um, I had the, the, the thought in my mind of I don't want to support the 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 thing anymore because of some of the things accusations that were going around and the very serious accusations and from what I hear you know fairly substantiated stuff where people high up in in editing and writing have been misappropriating their position to get um, make people make women feel bad uh, in very many different ways so um, I then watched one of the tweets and saw. Gabe, uh, Dynasty, D- Dynasty, and all these other people just basically saying, sorry, we believe you, um, and a heart message and that, that's it. And I'd realised that, look, there was one or two or three or four, maybe five bad eggs in there um, causing the problems. Um, and if we stop supporting someone like Massive or Ubisoft, because we do still love their games, um, it affects so many more people uh, in 
in the company. Uh, so many people who are absolutely the nicest people in the world and doing this for the love of it and treat women with 100% respect. So we're then penalising 99% of the people for, for one or two who are going to get what comes to them. Um, and if, if you don't, I hope you do. Uh, so treating women anything other than equal is, is not right. Um, so please still show your support for the company as a whole. Just obviously those people, individuals, um, you know, have, I want nothing to do with those individuals anymore. So, uh, we, I, we will obviously be going on with the podcast. I haven't talked about that part with anyone, but, um, I think we're in agreement <laughs> that, um, but we, at no stage were we ever going to cancel it, but it was definitely in my, my mind that it was something I, I had to think about, um, mm. as far as, you know, what, how we went forward. But at this stage, like I said, Gabe and all those other people who just put their heart and soul and just treat everyone with respect would be, would lose out more, um, by, by not getting the support. And these people are going to get called out. Ubisoft, you know, is, is getting rid of people and stuff like that. They will deal with this and, you know, just treat people better, people. That's what this whole episode's about. Treat people better and look after everyone. Um, yeah, just love. Hashtag love. Any other things to add to that one, butters or Wes? <laughs> Sorry to, to chuck it on top of you there. Quickly. No, I, I agree 100%. Um, I will always support uh, Ubisoft as a company and I suppose Massive to a degree, although I've sort of fallen off their game in, yeah. in the last few months. Because I know that the majority of people that work there are good people and they're doing their best to make a great game for us, but also to make sure that the people around them aren't in uncomfortable situations or anything along those lines. But as with anything, you always do get the few shit people that use whatever power they've got to their advantage and doesn't mean we have to cancel Ubisoft, but we have to acknowledge what's happened, support those that are the good people, and then send the uh, the bad people off to justice. Yeah. yeah, that's it. The more we celebrate the good people, the more that's the behaviour that we're 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 showing to other people, and that's an example we want to set to everyone. Yes, especially I think as I talked in. Uh, the podcast with Wes, um, you know, I feel for the for kids, my kids growing up. That, we, but the more we talk about this kind of stuff now, the more we talk about mental health and all that kind of stuff, the better chance they've got of getting through without having to worry about shit like this. Mm. So, yeah. Or I hope if they you they do have to worry about shit like this, they don't feel like they can't talk about yeah. it. No, exactly. So, yeah. So we're not going to really talk about much news tonight. Like I said, we're going to talk about the Division 2 raid has dropped. Uh, it is officially out there. People have finished it. Uh, we're, we're hearing uh, some stuff about taking up to 20 hours for people without inside information to finish. Yeah, um, so what, what? hold on. I saw tweets and I saw all sorts of stuff about inside information and leaks. I don't know where the... Where the I don't know the answer. The, the question you're going to ask is... Um, what the, the, happened? So there's theories that people sort of have, yeah. I, I don't want to go too much because I'm not as well informed as I should be on this, but um, there are people who, who had inside information, they believe, that uh, knew how to do certain mechanics uh, because they'd either tested it or talked to people who knew about it um, going for World's First. 
So it's one of those things when you've got got to test the game somehow. Someone's going to get knowledge. Um, but yeah, just hopefully they didn't use it to their advantage. And still, like at the end of the day, you've still got to put a team together. You've still got to get a build together, and you've still got to you know sit there and do it. Um, it's just a shame that this is tainting a lot of the stuff. So, um, yeah, I don't. I I wish I had more information for you, Wes, on exactly mm. the information. Do you have anything, Butters, or do you? you no, any I just know what um, what Dad threw up in the Discord that it's potential that a couple of the teams going for Worlds first had insider information, which, when you look at it, it makes sense that they would have because who would you get to test the game? The people who sort of do that going for the world's first thing because they're the ones that would play the game the most. They would know if a certain mechanic's going to work or not. Yeah, but definitely. Then it, that sort of comes down to maybe someone uh, leaked out information and they were like, okay, we'll try it that way and see if that's exactly what it is. And... Lo and behold, that's exactly what it was, and that leak was a, a legitimate thing that came out. But ah, uh, so officially, congratulations to Solid FPS uh, for actually winning um, Worlds first. So we'll see how that goes. It was it was good to see them uh, come out top. Hmm. From what I understand, that the last two were sort of alive and uh, running back and forth. One was trying to keep attention; the other one was just chipping away. And uh, the screams and yelling when they finally did it was uh, was quite good. So what was it like? Eight or nine hours that they did that in, something like that. Yeah, I saw, I yeah, I saw eight. That's ridiculous. I mean, I still I haven't finished the first raid, so no. You're on you're on a, a 100 day cycle at the moment. Yeah, or something, something like that. that. So, um, yes. Yeah, so congratulations. We'll have a lot more to talk about next week when McDad's. Um, going for Locked On World First, the first member of the Locked On team to get Worlds First for it. So hopefully we can get them across the line before next episode uh, and give us some information on that. Uh, so quickly, uh, Dead Frostman's uh, linked something I forgot that even happened as well um, in the chat there. So we've got this new Battle Royale um, teased by Ubisoft. Uh, yeah, um, I've heard about up. Hyperscape. Uh, there's been a few people saying that it's good. So yeah. So it'd be interesting. Obviously, we've got Ubisoft Forward coming up in just under two, or just on two weeks now. So, uh, yes. or just under two weeks now. So, obviously, that's when it. I'm assuming it's going to be a. By the way, here it is. Congratulations, play it now. I mean, the, sort of announcement. The fact that they've got uh, some big content creators already playing it. Yeah. It sort of points so, to the fact that yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be available pretty soon. Yeah, so and I assume it's going to be a free to play battle royale, and and I can hundred percent guarantee you will be playing it at some stage. So, uh, it'll be a locked on lads Friday night stream. It no, we can't do it because Butters is pre engaged all the yeah, time. Every Friday can't do it. Sorry. <laughs> okay, do we think the world out. needs another battle royale? Yes, they need a good one. <laughs> <laughs> they they there need is a good one coming, Butters. They announced it today. Worms Rumble. Ooh. Oh, there we go. Oh. Sorted. 30, 32 player real time worms for the first time, not turn based and battle royale style. I'm not sure how I feel wow. about real time, but yeah. it's it's more worms. I'm I'm happy. <laughs> that sounds yeah, like it. chaos. Yeah, and I can't wait. Um, it's going to be really good. So hopefully that comes out fairly soon and we can start playing on that. Uh, because <laughs> I think one of my birthday streams was one of my best streams where we had uh, worms marathon 
night. So, uh, old worms <laughs> WMD. But yes, we do, Wes. We do need more battle royales. And we need good ones. If um, you say so. <laughs> I mean, they, they've still got to put out, like I said, a really good one. And then they can just go, look, this is it. We're done. No more battle royales. Yeah. Because what what have we got? PUBG? Uh no, we got Warzone and we got Fortnite and we got PUBG, which is ever, ever trying to come back, but it will never yeah. come back. Apex Legends is H one Z one still around? Uh, yeah, I suppose Apex Legends is sort of a battle royale. It's yeah, not not to the scope, but it's still. I think it's still the same principle: yeah. ring, shrinking yeah. ring, one yeah. one team. You start with basically nothing. You got to scavenge yeah. everything. It has been stupidly weird that Ubisoft hasn't entered this market for so long. Um, it's been rumored for ages, and my I thought I still think my idea of the Ubisoft Battle Royale, where you play as all the characters from the Ubisoft universe, would be a much better idea. But maybe that's this, what this is. So. You never maybe. know. Mm. I'd love to see old Sam Fisher up against a rabbit in Battle Royale. <laughs> so hopefully, it's not three hundred gigs like Warzone. <laughs> that's every patch, isn't it? Oh. This week, Australia, you don't get to play Warzone because we're doing another 100 gig patch. Yeah, bad luck. They got up to 200 players for a limited time. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I, did I see was that. excited about that. So, uh, we we started streaming with uh, with PUBG, I think, and H1Z1 because Hado did. was the old H1Z1. Yeah, I, I bought so. H1Z1 because of Hado, but I've I've yeah. never fucking played it. I love how everyone goes, oh, the Battle Royale thing started with PUBG. I'm like, well, did you ever play H1Z1, mm. which it ripped off? <laughs> so It was pretty much a direct copy, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was one of the um, developers, wasn't it? He got the shits and went out and made his own? Is that where it I came from? I think so, yeah. One of the guys that was working on H1Z1 uh, oh. cracked the shits and was like, you know what? I'm going to make my own one. <laughs> and then oh. killed them. <laughs> and was explain. doing really well, but then... Uh, <laughs> Epic was like, hey, guess what? Fortnite. <laughs> You're using our engine. We like what you do. Let's use what you use on our engine as well. And you can't stop well, us because more. we own that. And that was that was kind of... It was the Battle Royales. It was the H1Z1s and the PUBGs that really took off for streamers, wasn't mm. it? Yes. Yeah, because it was so tense. Yeah. Some of the stuff they're talking about with um, Hyperscape, where it's going to be interacted with... Um, with Twitch, the Twitch integration is going to be next level sort of stuff, which is pretty cool. Mm. So, um, where if you buy bits, um, some of it goes to the streamer, but it also affects the game. And if you can have a subscriber only fast join in in game with you and stuff like that, oh, that's cool. So, oh, so it's almost like the Hunger Games where people yeah, can I'll, I'll, use yeah, bits to send sponsors. you things. Yeah. In That'd game, like, that's interesting. And the Hunger Games is just a rip off of an even better battle royale. So, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, I, look, I'm I'm excited. I I've never when Warzone got announced, I wanted to play it. I never did. When Fortnite, I played it for a little bit. Like I played three rounds of Fortnite. Promptly uninstalled it. <laughs> <laughs> but that genre I've always loved. So, there's nothing like. You being down to you and two or three others, and the tense nature that you get from that—it's just—it's it's amazing. And then to have people in chat watching you, and then it either goes one way or the other, and you either either get massive high or massive low. And even if you get the massive low, it's always like, oh, we were so close. Let's do that again. And being able to jump instantly back in, like, ah, mm. oh, it's, it's it's such a good fun thing. And I do miss it. Like, I, I miss it. There's so. a few times where I, I I sort of look at PUBG in my 
my Steam library. I'm like, yeah, yeah. maybe maybe I should install it and give it another maybe go. Maybe now's the time. <laughs> have has has anyone tried Hunt Showdown? I have not. No, I saw you playing it before, and I know Mr. Brendan Apert used to be a big man on that. How is it going these days? It's, it's 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 the player base is growing, which is fantastic to finally see because the player base has always been really small. It's not yep. a battle royale in the traditional sense no. of battle royale, but there is, it is PvP. Um, there are PvP elements, but when you talk about tense fights, I for my streams, I've started wearing a heart rate monitor, and I've <laughs> I've hit 160 beats a minute in a hunt showdown gunfight. Nice. Wow. That's... It, when you talk about tense, that is the most tense I've f- found any first-person yeah. wow. shooter. That's the one that's it's... sort of uh, Western style. Yeah, and like late late eighteen hundreds. So yep. that's another part about it is that there's no. I mean, there's one automatic weapon, but it's the recoil on it and the accuracy is horrible. So ninety percent <laughs> of the weapons are revolvers and single shot rifles and things like that. So you've really got to pick. Your battles, you know, depending on location, whether you're in a good location to get into a gunfight or not, and reload times come into it. Generally, you can only take one shot at a time. Uh, more often than not, headshots are kills, and generally, if people can't don't have time to heal, two tap will kill them. So it's a little bit more realistic in that sense, which I like a lot more as well, as opposed to Apex Legends, where you've got to hit someone 35 times to down them. Oh, but they've got a so shield. <laughs> my understanding is you actually are hunting a monster isn't it you gotta find yes. clues on where so they are and so it's... there's a that's the pve element there's generally one or two bosses which you go in you've got to fight a boss that's in a boss lair banish it you find clues along the way that shrink the map area down to a location where the boss is so it's it's it, it, whilst it's sort of like a battle royale where the, the map shrinks in that sense there's no forcing you into a spot yeah but there's no smoke or storm that comes in that damages you it just blacks out certain areas of the map I've, so it basically I've always tells said you game, gameplay uh, triggers to get you to a central spot to kill everyone off is a far better way than just a, an imaginary shrinking ring yeah um, and that works really well and so obviously once you find the the main boss you can either decide to try and take it down yourself or wait yep and camp and take people out as they finally get yep. there as you well, can ambush so. players and look realistically if it was if there was no PvP people wouldn't play the game the PvE is the it's just there as a distraction to yeah, yeah. sort of get your it's focus away a little bit so you might be in yeah. a gunfight with someone but then a zombie or the, a hellhound might come and attack you from the side so you've got shit i've got to deal with them which then all of a sudden you turn back now you've lost sight of where the, the people you're fighting are you don't know where they are so you've got to try and find them again get cover all that kind of stuff so yeah. hmm. it's um but but it's a lot smaller i mean there's a maximum 12 people per server okay yeah so it's no, a lot look, I'm keen. I'm keen for this, and um, like I said, I'm interested to see that Twitch integration. They're talking crossplay as well, which if if they do that, that's a very big start for Ubisoft, okay? Because mm. that is a step forward that they can do that, and then games coming forward should natively have that, which is you know, Ghost Recon, Division, Rainbow Six, or maybe not so much Rainbow Six, but it'd be so much better if people could just play together. Um, is that fully across the board, PC and console, or just Xbox? That's my understanding. Console? It'll be. I assume it's going to be like the Warzone, where they have the keyboard players play with keyboard players and sure. control players play, or you can opt to play with. If you're yeah. a, a keyboard a controller player, you can opt to play with keyboard players, um, and then if you're the, absolutely the insane, is, like yeah. why why would you try and take on a keyboard player the, if you're on a the, 
the bit that it's not going against other people that I'm keen for. It's the I've got my PS4 set up, Butters has his PC set up, Wes has his Xbox set up. The fact that the three of us can play together, which is what Battle yeah. Royale is all about. It's not about bloody it, you. You're playing against other people, cool, but it's the the squad based fun that you get with it. The fact that we can all three of us can play together on three separate machines is that's what I'm after. Not me being better than the PC player because I'm playing on PS4. Who cares? It's playing together, and that's it. Touch wood. Hopefully, we get that very soon, especially with the next generation coming up so quickly. So, there's no indication of when that's going to be released. Uh, not really. No, it's just not that I've seen. They're they're just sort of there's people coming out going, you should play this because it's good. But there's sort of no... I, if it's not a shadow drop on Ubisoft Forward, I'll be shocked. Like I think on the twelfth of July, which is their Ubisoft Forward event. Butters is going to look that up for me when he gets sick. Um, it, I would be shocked if it's not. Uh, oh, by the way, here's Hyperspa- uh, Hyperscape. Go play it now. Okay, so it's launching on t- July 12th. Yeah, so there you go, yeah. which is Ubisoft Forward. Yeah. So. Oh, um, oh, so the game will be available to play on the 12th? Yep. Okay. So there we go. So we'll be playing that for sure. Uh, we'll work out a night, whether it's a pre-show. That might even be a few, uh, once my racing series is over, <laughs> um, which I've got two weeks left, it'll be um, a good pre-show, sort of drop in, few, play a few rounds and, and get out. But yeah, so... Ubisoft's good at shooters. They're they good are. at all that kind of stuff. Apparently, it's it's and, part of the crew that used to do Rainbow Six as well. So Yeah, Ubisoft Montreal, um, um, who worked on uh, Rainbow Six. So, yeah. Butters, we've got uh, Ubisoft Battle Royale. We've got Quarantine, if they end up calling it Quarantine. I don't know whether what, what they're going to do with uh, Rainbow Six Quarantine. No, it's going to drop when uh, the next generation comes. Yeah, but are they going to call it Quarantine yeah. in this? Yeah. yeah, of course they will. <laughs> we'll see. What do you think? It's too soon, Wilco? <laughs> Maybe too soon. When America's still losing at that stage, you know, a couple hundred thousand, a couple oh. thousand a day. Um and asking people to go into quarantine. I can't wait to see people getting pissed off that Ubisoft is releasing a game called Quarantine in this day and age. And it's like, if you just wore your damn mask, you'd be fine. Yeah, that's all it's going to be. They're going to change it. It's just going to be wearing a mask simulator. Rainbow Six, wear your damn mask. So we're going to have Battle Royale. We're going to have uh, Rainbow Six Quarantine. It's just so much things to look forward to as far as Ubisoft and Tom Clancy. Not that Tom Clancy's part of the Battle Royale, but... You know, I mean, it could be. Who knows? We don't know, do we? <laughs> this is the exciting. Oh, part. and uh, Trackmania is available on Uplay now. Today yeah. wasn't it? I forgot to. Trackmania is back. Everyone, get in on it. <laughs> um, it's never really gone anywhere, but this is a remake of the original, I believe, and it's mm. going to have like season passes and stuff, and it's going to be cool racing in there. Yes. So, where's question? How excited are you for next generation? Um. Yeah, look, I'm. I've recently, in the last twelve months, switched over to the master race of PC gaming. I built my first gaming rig, um, as I think we spoke about about twelve months ago, and I think since then I've turned my PS4 on maybe four <laughs> or five times. Yep. So now my decision is buy a PS5 or buy a fancy new graphics card. Oh, I thought you were going to say a fancy new modem and put some white paper around it. No. No? 
No. Um, it, <laughs> so it I'm not very... sure. Yeah, but look, if uh, I, I probably will get a PS5 because I'll still want to play some of the PlayStation exclusives. Yeah, but as I know, you're not going to agree with me. But is there a reason to buy an Xbox Series X at launch? No, <laughs> no, there isn't. It's the yeah. unfortunate thing. That, that that's the but... thing is I've I've come to realize that there's no point buying the genera- uh, the first generation of the new console. Because there's going to be but it's, potentially huge problems. Just look at uh, the 360 with the red rings, which they solved oh, in previous generations. Uh, the PlayStation so 3 <laughs> was it weighed like five tons. Couldn't I've you couldn't just, couldn't put it yeah. under anything because it was too huge. Um, but they resolved all that in the second generation of that console. Do you know the, my PS4 died the other day officially? Oh, really? It just. Yeah, the original day one. Oh, I was edition. about to say, not and your, uh, no, your hamburger. One still makes a ticking noise, like a fan's hitting a cable somewhere, but I can't <laughs> find where it is. It's nice. um, rather annoying. But... And, but speaking of size, the PS5 looks gigantic. Mm, it's going to be good. I can't wait. Have, have, <laughs> have we seen pictures that aren't like renders with something next to it that we could compare the size to, though? Because no, of measure... all the renders that I saw of the Xbox, I'm like, that's fucking huge. <laughs> yeah, There's no need for that. It's like, chunkier than that. Like, it's taller than that, which... <sighs> Look, it's... Um, I don't know where I'm going to put it. Uh, and I don't think it looks very good on its side. Oh. Which is a real problem. They've, they've actually got a um, a size comparison with all of the yeah, consoles. I've seen... It is a massive boy. It's bigger than the <laughs> PS4 Pro. It's a PC you put next to your TV. It is. It's big. Oh my god! It's actually <laughs> it's bigger than the are. first generation PS3. Yeah. And that. So what was about a this? What board. about what about the thought process around this is potentially more than likely going to be the last generation of console gaming? What about from the collector's item standpoint? Do you buy one day one and just leave it in the box and hope <laughs> that it's going to be worth yeah. a shitload of money in twenty years time? No. Nah, I've I've seen them. I I hate the fact that the internet mocked up all these different special edition versions of it. I'm like, fuck! I want them now. <laughs> I don't want this white and black thing. I want the the Miles Morales one where it's the black, mm. and then it's got the red hue lights in there, and oh, it just looks amazing. And then there was another one I saw the other day. Um, oh, I can't remember what it was, but there there's some beautiful looking versions of it, and I'm like, I've got to buy this white and black one. On day one, really? I mean, I've always been a sucker for the special edition console, no matter what it is. Yeah. Like, I've got the limited edition Pokemon N64 there. And that beautiful PC case. Yeah, there I've got the Rainbow Six PC case. I've got the Spider-Man PS4 uh, <laughs> Pro. I have the Star Wars limited edition Xbox 360. Oh, fuck, we've got Squadron coming up this year, too. We do. Jesus yes. Christ. So this is why I asked you about uh, <laughs> flight simulator controllers, Vulka. Yeah, get the X fifty six. It's worth it. Yeah, has one. It's very good. It's been, that, Did you end up making a decision, yeah. by the way? Nah, not yet. Of this? Not yet. Okay. I'm still, I'm still waiting on money to figure out what I want to do <laughs> yeah, with that. Tax that, returns coming up. That's why I've just got a case. I haven't built a PC <laughs> <Yeah>. yet. <laughs> It's a very expensive paperweight. I like it. It's it good. cost me four hundred and ten dollars. That's not bad. But actually. considering when I got it, I opened it up. I'm like, oh, there was only five hundred made of this. That's worth the price. Though. That's made you feel better. Yeah. 
Because yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, they're doing a limited run here, what, uh, $2,000, yeah, a couple of thousand, yeah. whatever. But no, only 500 I'm like, huh, okay. And speaking of pricing, the next-gen console prices haven't been confirmed yet, no. have they? No, we won't know that for a couple of weeks. The, let's yeah. let's the, let's speculate. Uh, Australian, mm. um, it's going to be over eight hundred dollars for both. I was going to go seven fifty was my first gut reaction. Mm. Well, the, the um, fact that um, they have to be competitive, yeah, with each other, they do. But if you look at uh, the PS3 at launch was a thousand dollars. Yes. Then they made a whole song and dance when they brought out the PS4 saying it's going to be fucking however much that was. They didn't mention it, it this time, so you know that it's going to be significantly more expensive. The, the pro- Look, the problem we have as a consumer is that whatever price they put on it, with the limited amount of units they put out there, it will sell out. Mm-hmm. So they can mm-hmm. go, cool, the first batch, excellent, it's $1,000 Australian. There you go, everyone, enjoy. And everyone will kick up a stink, but they will sell out. And then they'll go, oh, okay, COVID's over, we've got production's rumped up, our costs have gone down, here's the $800 version. And look, you get a few free games, those people who bought day one um, version down the track. But it'll be like, you know, games you're never going to play or you already own, type of thing. So... Um, there's that potential there that we could get screwed over being a day one buyer anyway. Yes. Which... And the current state of the Australian dollar probably doesn't help that. Oh, yeah, no, it's going to be... <laughs> Look, I, I'm hoping 750 to 800 max Australian, but, yeah, it's we've got a 1,200 in uh, chat. Uh, Twitch chat reckons uh, last week's going pretty funny so... on 1,200. What do you reckon, Wes? What's your uh... result? You what... Twelve hundred. I was I was more more around. I think your initial gut feeling of seven hundred to. I think they look. I don't think they're going to be too interested in making a huge amount of money on the consoles. No. Straight away, uh, and especially just with the situation that Put everyone's this way. in financially, people aren't going to have a huge amount of disposable cash. Microsoft will not let Sony be the more the cheaper unit. So it's all going to be reliant on what Sony thinks they can get away with, and then Microsoft will be fifty bucks less. I guarantee you, there's no way that um, Microsoft will be going in even or more oh. expensive this time. Here we go. Uh, Tech Radar has predicted the PS5 price to be seven hundred and fifty Australian. Look at that, people! Tech Radar, aka Wilco. Mm. Yeah, that's it. I just wrote that before I put it up. Uh, just so <laughs> butters would find it. So. <laughs> I mean, geez, if it's oh, twelve hundred bucks, mate, yeah. that's a twenty eighty super. It is, but but you can also see <laughs> that they're going cheap because of how many accessories they pumped out with it. It's mm. like, hey, cool, get this for uh, seven fifty. We're gonna lose fifty bucks on it, but get a wireless headset with three D audio. Get the eye camera and get this and get that and get this. The cool controllers and stuff like this. They're trying. They're already focusing on the accessories, mm. which is a sure sign that. They're going to lose money on this console every yeah. time they sell it. So they be like, what was it? Everything what was, with it. What was Apple's thirteen hundred dollars stand of something? Whatever yeah, it was. It was a thousand dollar stand for a like <laughs> fucking three thousand dollar monitor or something. <laughs> but you could you, you didn't get a stand if you just bought the monitor. Yeah, yeah you've got to <laughs> buy this accessory. Yeah, I think Bloody you're right. Okay, so I think we've we've gone on long enough. Plus, my <laughs> wife would be screaming at me to come to bed. I think she was already in chat before telling me to come to bed when we started the podcast. So. <laughs> it was before the podcast started. It yeah. was. <laughs> um, it, I, I, 
I feel bad that my Saturday night streams are turning into... Th- oh, sorry, my Thursday night streams, I've lost track of time, are turning into three and a half hour streams. Um, but hey, that's the nature of the beast at the moment. So thank you, Wes. Where can people find no you, mate? We haven't talked about you personally. Where can people find you? No, that's fine. If they want to... It's pretty much just average game of Wes everywhere on uh, Twitter and Twitch. And, but other than that, there's a, the website is moss-media.com.au, which you can find the link to the mental podcast there and also some of my other creative photography works that I delve into at times. But that's that's mainly it. Okay. Definitely go check him out. People, definitely worthwhile. And I'm very glad we found a reason, even though it was such a sad reason to get you on the podcast because it's always good chatting to you, mate. <laughs> Happy now, happy to be here. As you said, obviously not a great situation to be here, but more than happy to help hopefully. continue trying to spread the word and get people talking about these things. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So, Butters, mate, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitch and Twitter at Mr. Buttersocks. Uh, other than that, hit me up on Uplay at MrButtersocks.usm. Um, and just a reminder, I will be live tomorrow with uh, some Rainbow Six stuff. Yes, whereabouts? Uh, on, on your my, Twitch? On my Twitch. Okay. I thought you were going to be on elsewhere as well. No, but no, just, no just on my Twitch. I haven't got my shit sorted to be elsewhere yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. You take your time to get your shit sorted. No problems at all. Uh, you can find myself at Wilco's Chill Zone. You can also find us as a collective at Locked On Lads on Twitter. Uh, you can also find the website uh, lockedonlads.com uh, has all our content in hopefully if things die down I might have a little bit more content coming to it soon I've got a game here to review on Switch which I'm looking forward to uh, truck and logistics simulator so I'll be coming home from work doing logistics <laughs> and then playing Switch logistics and it's going to be cool fun so uh, it's the first game I've actually reached out to and asked for a review in a while so um, yeah, looking forward to streaming a bit of that I'm, at some stage. I do internet content, but I'm also a postman. I'm interested in your game. <laughs> <laughs> That's what. No, they they they. Funny funny story. Okay, behind the scenes, uh, they emailed me on the Ultra Super Mega account uh, email, and they're like, uh, "You want a review?" And I'm like, "Yeah, no problems. That'd be great. I'm actually keen to get into this." And then they reply back. I went to your website and there's been nothing, uh, no podcast or anything for like two years. And I said, yeah, because you got me on my other email account. Go check out this stuff. And then also I do all this stuff for a living and I'm pretty interested in it. They're like, oh, okay, cool. Thanks for explaining it. No problems. Here's the code. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, it's good. So I'll check that out. I've got it sitting here. Hopefully I'll stream it sometime soon. Uh, racing is Monday, Thursdays at the moment. I'll probably drop the Friday night race because there's not enough people playing that. But um pretty keen to keep that going as a constant thing the two leagues that i'm in uh and yeah we'll see what happens tomorrow night i've got my wife's decided that there's a sleepover happening so cool. i could be dealing Ooh, that with sounds that sounds like fun like no this is not no no a nine-year-old sleepover mm. yeah perfect absolutely so, perfect may not be streaming tomorrow night but cal i'm sure will take up the mantle and do some stuff so check that out um but as always like i said lockedonlads.com um just a quick note too. I just want to finish on the fact that um, it's probably too late. You've already turned off. Sorry about that. But people like Icy Cat out there, right? People um, who create content for you day in, day out, and you guys enjoy it, give them feedback. Uh, I, I can't stress this enough. Mm. Just 
tell them that you like their stuff. I regret the fact that I never reached out and said, I don't even think of Connor on one of his YouTube videos. I just took it all for granted. Um, please, please do that. If there's a content creator out there that you really enjoy and, and, and that kind of stuff, reach out. They will not think bad of you. If they do, they're a bad content creator. Um, just thank them. Yeah. Thank them for what they do. Um, it just might be another thing that little that, that that helps someone out out there as well. So, just let them know they're appreciated. Hundred percent. On that dull note, thank you everyone who listened to this episode. Um, I'm really glad we did it, even though it's very different to what we've done in the past. Uh, we will be back hopefully next week. We are sort of mm-hmm. treading fortnightly at the moment, but we will try and be back next week, just depending on how life settles us down and and treats us for the next week. Uh, have a great episode. We'll be back for episode number 22 soon. Thanks, Wes, again, and have a great night. Bye. Bye. Time to pack it up. My work is done.